about the messy thing. Anything else on the messy front, Chris, before we move on? No, I'm done. I'm done. I'm falling out. I told you, I never want to bring this guy's name up again. I don't know, man. This messy thing is just a freaking mess. What a disaster. I don't want to hear this name ever again until it's official. But they got me back. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Danny, you're on vacation. Welcome to the Battered Herons podcast. I am one half of the Battered Herons. This is Chris Duran. Thank you for joining me on episode 64. We are terrible. Had a terrible, terrible outing. But thank you so much for joining us or joining myself. Uh, I tried to get my son to get on the podcast as well, but that didn't go out as planned. So uh, I think that's going to happen on the next one. Uh, Lucas chiming in already in the chat with the vamos. Thank you so much for joining, man. And uh, thank you guys for the support. Uh, this was a weird, weird weekend. I was talking a little bit to Danny about what was happening in regards to the game and all of this messy drama as for those of you who know that joined us on our last podcast we had tommy two time uh he does some reporting for the new england revolution and he had some 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 crazy questions i'm pretty sure some of you have picked it up um saw some videos online of bruce arena um Basically, uh, sort of brushing him off, uh, answering the questions as sort of uh, as as coachy as possible. I mean, everybody is is down for this. Uh, yeah, uh, Sean, that's 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 a good observation. Who's this messy guy? Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy how much this guy is changing the league right now, uh, and he hasn't even he hasn't even signed the paper yet. Um, you know, I tried to see if I can find some statistics. Because uh, there was one thing that was pretty interesting to me uh, that I just couldn't get my hands on is the fact that I wonder how much viewership there was uh, for the Inter-Miami game against the Revolution. Because I got to imagine that there was so many new fans uh, that joined just to see how this team was for the first time in their entire life. And, uh, and, and yeah, 86 for sure. The clubs, they got a ton of work to do, man. It's, it's, it's wild, which we're going to, we're going to cover the game in a little bit. Trust me. I, I got, I got my opinions on that. And Hey, there's a Danny joining us. Uh, check out Teeth. Uh, this is football podcast joining us here and Hazel what's going on, man. Hope you and the kids enjoyed the game. I know, uh, a lot of people didn't, uh, but Hey, Messi's coming soon, so at least we have that to look forward to. That's for sure. Um, well, you know what? Let's let's get to that. Let's let's talk a little bit about about the game. So Danny and I were were giving Tommy Two Time some you know some shit in the last episode about Molly whopping, and it, it just so happened that it turned right back around and. And we got our asses mollywopped. I mean, this was by far. And if any of you guys want to chime into the chat and tell me your opinion, but this by far was one of the worst showings I think I had ever seen 
uh, out of this team. And look, I'm a new fan. I've been watching this team for about two years, and it's just it just was it was terrible what I was seeing on the pitch, as uh, a lot of the football people like to say. Uh, you know what? Uh, this is football podcast. You know what? It's a good thing you only watched a bit. That's all you needed, buddy. That's all you needed. Just a bit. Hopefully it was like a bit after the, the second half started because everything else was just trash. It was a disaster. Complete, complete. I don't want to say a waste of time because at the end of the day, we do want to support, you know, we want to support the team. We want to support what's going on with uh, all the members and, uh, hopefully we can sort of bounce back from this, but I mean, it was, it was just, it was awful. It was awful. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the game. I see a couple people commenting here. Um, we got Danny mentioning that, you know, he's happy the kids got some play. Uh, you know, I guess it doesn't matter how they play between now and when Messi comes. I mean, it's going to be completely different. It's going to be a completely different team for sure. It's going to be a completely different team. I mean, any of the guys that you like or are used to, I mean, forget about Trav and his jerseys. Half of the guys that you even know of on this team, they're going to be gone. Starting with Nick Marsman. That guy makes like a billion dollars. So if anybody has dreams of bringing people like uh, Di Maria and, and, and Suarez and all this other, you know, all these other drag-alongs, for sure, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to get Marsman off the books. Yeah, yeah, Qwerty. We need that. You have a rare, very good username, Qwerty. This guy with the username of all time. Yeah, Joseph was trash, and that's listen. That's one thing I wanted to bring up for sure when we're talking about the game uh, against the Revolution is that it was it was wild to really see how vocal he was, and we're talking about like. I mean, Iguain was bad, but I mean, it, it feels like Joseph's been on the team for like five minutes, and I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, it was a lot. I, I don't think I've seen frustration out of Joseph more than I have in this one game. I think in this one game, I've seen more frustration out of Joseph than I've seen all season. All season. Lucas, good evening, my friend. Uh, just so you guys know, figured to start the podcast at about 7.30 because I know people want to watch the Heat game. And hopefully they don't get the gentleman sweep treatment today. Maybe they'll be able to win. And look at Danny over there in the Mickey Mouse land with all the uncertainty. Yeah. I mean, the locker room, it's gotta, they got to they gotta be punching each other in the face for sure. They got to be. They, they, it's a royal rumble in that locker room. It is a complete Royal Rumble in there. Yeah, Marsman, yeah, he's he's definitely a tool. Yep, QWERTY, sell them all, bro. It's a yard sale. And if you want first dibs at the yard sale, go to Drive Pink in Fort Lauderdale because it will be a fire sale. It will be a complete fire sale. I promise you that. You're gonna see. I mean, there was, there was. I, I don't want to get off the path. Let's let's keep going with the coverage for New England. So, I was watching an interview with uh, Javi Morales. He was getting asked by the reporters post game, and um, 
I think he talked a little bit about how the the first half went according to plan. And, or at least according to what they were, I guess, scheming or strategizing. And if that's what they're scheming and strategizing, get out of here. Get out of here. Okay? Don't ever scheme and strategize like that ever in your whole entire existence as a coach. If you want to keep a job, you don't do that, okay? The first half, to me, in the beginning, I guess you could tell that they were trying to feel the team out. I mean, look, Javi Morales has had three total games, right? He's had three total games. The first game, I guess people can call a wash since Miller went down with a red card first 10 seconds of the of the game. So everybody's like, okay, all right, that's a throwaway, right? Next game, we play the the Birmingham Sister Kissers, right? And <laughs> and we barely beat them. I mean, we only won 1-0 against them, barely walked out of Alabama uh, alive. And, uh, and then so we come up to this game against the Revolution, and I think to myself uh, – you know, watching this game. Yeah, you know what, Hazel? You're completely right, brother. No relegation. And for those of you that are new fans, no relegation, my friend. So we can sit at the bottom all we want, brother. Yeah, Italy Jet. You know what? I'm just here depressed, brother. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, Italy Jet's chiming into the chat. Everybody follow Italy Jet. Get a lot of Jets coverage along with the battered Jets fans. You'll be able to get it there as well. We had Italy Jet on uh, a couple pods podcasts ago. Super, super good listen. I'm not ignoring you, buddy. Not ignoring you. I promise. Uh, high press. I guess. I guess the high press was good. You know, this whole thing about the youngsters, right? I would think that with Javi Morales, who has experience with the youngsters, uh, I would think that the game would have worked out a little better. But let me tell you, I saw a lot of frustration out of uh, out of Frey. I mean, David Ruiz just looks mad all the time. I like that. I like that he's just pissed off at everybody. He's he's a badass. Um. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, Lucas, talking about the fitteds, I think I know you mentioned the fitteds. So if you're interested in these fitteds, let me know. I'll show it. To, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about it later on uh, on Twitter. And I'll bring up some other stuff as well just so you guys can be able to, to, to get on board. I think we got like, what is it, like 15 hours and counting for those of you who know. No. And for those of you who don't, will. I promise. Okay. So getting back to the game, right? First 45 minutes. It was uh it was it was rough. Definitely rough to watch. Uh Carlos Hill scores on the 27th minute off of a PK, which was just a, a terrible, terrible defensive play by by Yedlin. Uh it, it was brutal. And and it's crazy because we're talking about the 27th minute, man. And for the coach, 
Javi Morales to say that they were playing with, I guess, poise or or they were playing according to what was being planned. I don't see that. I don't see that. Tell me where you guys see that because I don't. I don't see it. You know, one of the things that a lot of people were talking about, especially, I mean, I saw it a lot on Twitter, but I saw it on Facebook as well, where this team finally has some grit, finally has some fight. And uh, where's the fight? Where? Where? The only player that I saw in the entire game that played with, like, fight, and, like, I think he had, like, eight, I think he had, like, eight, I I don't know how to word this, but I think he I don't want to say attempts, because I don't think that they were attempts, but I think Stefanelli, to me, was probably the one player that was, like, pressing without fear. Without fear, he was like the only player that was trying to make something happen. Stefanelli in the last couple games, woof. He's 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 grown a pair. He's grown a pair, huh? Stefanelli. Yeah, I mean, Cordy, good luck with that. All the clubs to remove turf. You know, everybody on Twitter was well, not everybody. Geez, I keep generalizing here. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people were complaining about the turf and that we shouldn't have turf, turf, no turf. Messi's coming. He's only going to be able to play on freshly cut blades of grass. Like, this is never going to happen. Clubs aren't going to remove turf. They're going to probably just move the stadium. They're going to move the, the, the facility where they're going to play. Yeah, and... What a bad one for Coco Jean. I mean, that was, oof, what an injury. You know what it is to collapse, to have an injury like that? And there was no contact. I mean, this thing just happened just out of nowhere. Man, I don't want to call him bargain bin Jean anymore. He actually was kind of impressing me the last couple games. So I can't, I can't, I can't hate. I can't hate too much. Three ACL in four years? I thought it was two, Sean. Are we there? Three ACL injuries? Oof. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the way he screamed, that's like horror stuff. I mean, it's complete horror stuff. You're you're, you're talking about... You're talking about, oof, some scary, scary stuff, man. That's, that's, and it's tough to, to suffer an injury like that. So... so Coco Jean gets injured. I think it was the 34th minute. We bring in Robert Taylor. Um, you know, Ian Frey later gets a yellow card. McVeigh gets a yellow card. Listen, we had five yellow cards in total for this game. Who else got yellow cards? Ruiz got I mean, that's that's on par. David Ruiz gets a yellow card. Yedlin gets a yellow card. Allen gets a yellow card. I don't know if you guys agree with me or not, but I could tell you that when a person gets a when a when a, when almost half the team is getting a yellow card, that to me screams like this organization. Like they and if you could tell, man, they were just arguing, and this was before the the first half ended, before starting the second half. Um, these guys were arguing all over, and you're either gonna get arguing amongst players either because you have the players sort of intervening into their space or in their position or not everybody is on the same page in regards to like the scheming and the gameplay. And I'll tell you, 
Yeah, and Lucas, you're right about that. You know, Taylor definitely brought a spark off the bench. That I can agree with. And you know what else sort of sparked the team starting in the second half is the moment that Pizarro came on. And unfortunately, it was for Kramashi. And I like the kid. I like Ben Krem. I like Ben Krem. But listen, you you guys cannot deny the the skill that Pizarro has with the ball. You can't deny that. And the fact that he was sort of able to kind of organize it a little bit better. I'm not saying that this guy is the God 10, but I mean, his handling of the rock was a lot better than, than what anybody else was doing at the time. Uh, yeah. I mean, Lucas, you, you saw exactly what I saw. I mean, Noah Allen was getting screamed at like in the first seven minutes. They were all arguing with each other. And it's crazy because like a lot of people were talking about how this team is going to be so different, especially with Javi Morales strategizing around them and that he is, uh, you know, and about how he is uh, more, I guess, knowledgeable on the younger guys. But I mean, what are we doing there, right? You're more knowledgeable about the young guys. You had like half the team that was starting our, our young guys that you worked with within the past couple years. And where, where'd that get you? Huh? Where'd that get you guys? We got our asses handed to us with the, with the, with the consolation goal on what is this? What is this? The 84th minute? Freaking PK? What are we doing? And Matthew, yes, I think we could finally start Taylor. I think we need that. I don't agree with the Pizarro is piss. If anybody else agrees with the Pizarro is piss, please let me know in the comments. I really think it was a bad idea to get rid of Phil. Look, Phil's, Phil's going to be gone. Phil's going to be gone. Aside from the fact that I am a big Phil supporter, regardless... You could have the, uh, the whole fan base support Phil. He was going to be gone. There, there was no way he was going to see life as a coach for Messi. There was no way he was making that. You know, Matthew, I want you guys to listen to me because you're bringing up Iguain right now. And before I get to the second half of this game, I want to ask you guys something. I, I got to bring the shirt out. It's over there somewhere. Um... I got to ask you guys something. How pissed, how upset do you think Iguain is right now for retiring? Huh? How about that? You know what it is? Iguain is retiring. He, re he retires last year. And then we get messy the next year. Imagine if Iguain would have stayed another year. Ooh, imagine that. Huh? What do you guys think about that? What do you guys think about that? You guys think I'm wrong there? Eh, you think so? He was the sacrifice? I mean, I guess. I guess. Look at mess. Look at look at look at money Matthew out here. Spending out spending that tam and gam out in Hollywood Beach. Taking taking uh, paparazzi photos of Iguain over on uh, Margaritaville. Yeah, 
Yeah, he made the decisions, but I'm I'm just wondering because a lot of people at the end of last year, they said, man, it would have been nice to keep Iguain around. And I just wonder if maybe if he didn't decide uh, to retire, how how the team would look this year with Iguain and with Messi. That'd be that'd be that'd be nice. Yeah, we definitely need a witch, Doctor Hazel. Definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. All right, so getting back on track because you guys, you guys are are just a complete distraction here. Uh, you know what, Greenberg from the wall. Will Messi play the season or start next? I mean, he's got to play this season. No. There's no way you're bringing Messi on and he's not playing. There's absolutely no way that that's happening. There's no way. I mean, look, the the tickets sold out uh, to play against Cruz Azul for the League's Cup, which is like the inaugural season. Like that's crazy. How many of you got your 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 Cruz Azul tickets like Danny did? You guys are smart. You guys are smart, man. I should have done that. I should have done that for sure. But you guys are the smarter ones. All right, so getting back to the game. So we're getting our asses kicked. 3-0 by the time we get clear into the second half. And we finally get Campana in for Frey. We get Pizarro in for Kramashi. And Ascona comes in for garbage minutes for Noah Allen. Which Ascona, I, I actually want to see a little bit more from that kid. I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit more from him. But you could tell, man, the second half, it was so much the, the experience of watching them. The you could tell that I guess the way that they were playing was a lot better. And the coach, Javi Morales, uh sort of teed it up as, oh, well, they were playing a little further back. They were kind of, you know, on their heels. But, I mean, wouldn't it make it harder to, like, be an offensive team if you're, like, playing full-blown defense with all of your guys? Look at this. Yeah, see, of course, the season ticket reps, uh, they're trying to sell that game. They were trying to give that away with uh, with that Celsius energy drink that they give you in the fan zone before the game, and they still couldn't be able to give it away. Yeah, I mean, look, 86, you and, like, 6,000 other people are upset for not buying those tickets. Yeah. That's a good question, Hazel. Is Scampa going to the transfer list? Uh, you know, I saw some reports online. <laughs> I saw some reports online that um, that they were planning on moving him, but then they sort of pulled the, the report back, said, no, he's a fixture of the team. I, there's so much going on right now as far as news you know it's it's um you got to be careful out there uh steve good question where's danny still can't accept that we have a bum ass team listen he's in orlando right now i think he's planning on doing some graffiti on the side of this orlando stadium at least i asked him to i don't know if he's gonna do it though I also recommend that you guys do not follow my advice of doing graffiti on the side of any walls. Don't get arrested. So Richard Greenberg's out here already uh, 
ready to sell his ticket for a a thou five hundred. Oof. Oh, that's quick money right there, Richard Greenberg. You could just fly down to Fort Lauderdale and uh, have yourself a, a, a wonderful time. Uh, yeah, I'll tell I'll tell him, Steve. Una moronga grande, Danny. And I know Danny's listening. He's listening. So we end the game. We get our asses completely handed to us. 3-1. I mean, what a ridiculous showing. It was god-awful. It was awful. Awful, awful game. I watched that game, and I was so disappointed in how this team played. And the worst part is, right, the worst part is about this game is I wonder how how new fans, how new fans experience this team. Because you guys have to also understand that we got – a lot of people who joined and wanted to watch this team, uh, you know, because they want to see what Messi is is getting to, what he's going to be playing with. And the fact that they watch a 3-1 ass-kicking on turf, they literally watch one of our guys look like they got sniped from the stands on turf. And that's that's what sort of concerned me, really, is all the new fans that were watching, I wonder, man, and, and they all just were ranking on people on Twitter. I mean, it was all over, all over the internet. Everybody is just going haywire because they finally see the team that Messi is potentially going to be playing with, and they look at that team and they say, you got your asses kicked, 3-1 on artificial turf in New England. Wow. I mean, do we have 6.2 million in fan base? I don't know if we have 6.2 million in fan base. If you guys want to help out, the batter herons will take all the fans they can. Okay, guys? We'll try. We're trying to get to the 6.2 million. Now, if you're talking about inner Miami, apparently they do, or at least... They have 6.2 million people that click the follow button on their Instagram. And I imagine that out of that 6.2 million, like 4 point something million are people that love Messi. Because, wow. I mean, there's people that really love Messi. And there's people that really follow players. You know, I I do have a couple players that I follow myself in other sports. Um. But for the most part, I'm a fan of sports teams, of the badge, of the of the of the logo, right? And that's one thing that we preach here for sure. Not just the batter herons, but in the batter fans that um, you know, we try to stay true to being a fan of the team, not just the the man, but but the badge on the man's chest, I guess. Uh yeah, Matthew, we're definitely getting grilled by new fans, man. They literally watched this game. And I'd love to see the figures, man. If anybody here in the chat can pull the figures, which you're not going to, because Apple keeps everything like close and shut, like JFK assassination, close and shut. If anybody can be able to pull who viewed this game and versus the other games, whoa. I got to imagine like a gajillion people watch this game 
and like five people watch the other games on Apple TV. Yeah. I, uh, if we ever get messy, no, Danny, no, you're wrong. I wouldn't lose my mind. I would lose my mind if I get, if we get Neymar. I don't know if that's maybe where you were going, Danny. But you're driving back from Epcot, so you're probably drunk. And he's about to draw a big, big... <laughs> yes, Neymar. Yes, Danny, you're drunk. And I'm, I'm super jealous. You should have bought one for me. You better buy one for me. Hey, yo, that's my guy right there. That's my guy. Yeah, that's right, Sean. I hope you're subscribed to the Batter Marlins fans, Sean. And if any of you guys are Batter Marlins fans or are fans of the Marlins, you guys got to hop on to the Batter Marlins fans podcast because those are our people and you got to support them, okay? And Hazel, oh, nice. You were over at uh, La Tropical on Saturday. I was actually considering doing that, going to a watch party. Um, I heard they're lit. I heard they're litty lit, man. I was going to go to like a Doral Ale House to watch it over there one time. Um, This would not be funny, Richard Greenberg. That would not be funny if Neymar signs to Orlando. Just for just for those of you that are listening on audio only, if you just see me kind of like randomly bring up a random topic or something, that's probably because I'm reading a comment. So just bear with me, all right, guys? And uh, if you have the chance, watch us on YouTube. Let's see. So I'll tell you, that's the one thing, like I mentioned, getting back on topic, that's the one thing that I was really sort of disappointed in is that the team didn't have a good enough showing to sort of show like the new fans that we're a good team, you know, we're a good organization and it's a disaster. I mean, we're, we've lost two of our best midfielders. We just fired our coach like three weeks ago, two weeks ago. We have essentially the third string coach, a.k.a. Dwight Schrute, the assistant to the regional manager, babysitting this team. Because that's what it is. If you guys think that this guy's really here to, like, be a legitimate coach, you guys are out of your freaking minds. This guy's a legit babysitter. He's a babysitter. He's literally sat there to watch this team practice on their own, play soccer on their own and it's literally to buy time to get Tata Martino or somebody else that's not Javi Morales or Phil Neville hey Sean look I'm not saying that he's a bad coach I'm not saying that he's a bad coach I'm not saying he's bad the circumstances definitely do not play to his advantage. The circumstances just don't. They don't play to his advantage. Oh, look at this guy. Bruno. Individually talented team. 
like in 2021, but we're not a good team right now. We need a few wins so the emotions calm down from always losing. I mean, Bruno, we are a good team right now. You know what the problem is? You know what the problem is, Bruno? It's funny because now I could save the word Bruno. So many people call me Bruno. And now I could call somebody else Bruno. Bruno, you know what the problem is? The problem is a lot of our players got hurt. And the players that we filled him in with or filled them in with are just not enough. They're just not enough. It's just not enough. We're just not doing good enough with the players that we have. We need Messi to come through and sort of uh, remix the punch bowl. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we can't score. That's that's a fact. But that's the thing. Everybody's saying, oh, well, we need, uh, you know, better midfield. The defense is good. The front line is good. But, like, listen, I can't hate on the fact that uh, people I, – I, listen – Sometimes I sometimes I have to stare into people's souls, my friend. Sometimes I do that with these beautiful, hazily brown eyes, even though my wife says I have gaka brown eyes. But don't agree with her, guys, okay? They're brown, beautiful hazels. Um, what the hell was I talking about? I have absolutely no idea what I was doing. I was just ranting. So, yeah, getting back to it, right, the front, I mean, we got Joseph last game. There were so many people hating on him because he tried like a super-duper triple bicycle 720 kick, jumping off the top rail, upper 90s. I mean, what are we doing? I mean, he couldn't go for the tap-in. Everybody was like, oh, what are you doing? You could have gone for the tap I mean, you can't exactly do the tap-in. There was like 45 people in the box. I get what he was doing, but he didn't have to go crazy like that either. I mean, this guy literally was climbing a mountain, getting ready to do like that 450 super splash bicycle kickorama 5000. Uh, how many more podcasts? Ugh, it's going to be brutal, man. See, I'm gonna, I mean, I'm going to be crying my eyes out for the next couple weeks until we play a freaking game. You know, I wonder... That's one thing I forgot to look at on the schedule. I wonder when the next game is in the u.s open cup um i don't think that's during the summer break i'll look it up later and for those of you just so you guys know guys thank you guys for sticking around in the chat with me and uh and danny at least at least he's hanging around sort of uh in his typing master but thank you guys for sure. Oh, August. Okay, nice. Literally a month and a half until we play the U.S. Open game. The next game is, uh, what, July 20th? But that's the regular season game. We got the freaking Cruz Azul game coming up, which 90% of people that were fans of the team before Messi came do not have tickets for. <laughs> Okay, all right. So June 24th is the next regular season game against Philly, uh, which is at Philly. And, uh, and yeah, after that is when we play Austin. Then we got uh, Columbus Crew. 
Oh, man. Then we got DC. Then we got St. Louis. And then the Cruz Azul madness. Oof. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't see us taking next week off, Richard Greenberg. It's go time, baby. It's go time. We're out here in these streets. I mean, Danny right now is literally, he's literally at Orlando Stadium right now, teabagging like the entrance of the doorway where the fans walk in, like in Call of Duty, just straight up teabagging repetitively. Repetitively. So, yeah, July 4th, first and fourth at home, they must win. So that's a good question, Hazel. Who's my favorite player right now on uh, on Inter-Miami? You know who my favorite player is, guys? You guys want to know? My favorite player is Harvey Neville. How about that? Where's daddy at? Where's daddy at? Oh, man, Danny. Don't give him that gem. Don't drop that gem for these guys. Well, you guys are sitting here. So, yes, you guys get the gem. You guys get the gem, the dime of the day. Oh, yeah, no. This, this, Keith, you get the dime of day for sure. You get the dime of the day. Not only are you going to have three or four guys collapsing on Messi the entire game, so other people are going to be open. But I don't know if you remember watching that last game. There was like four or five kids that jumped right after the game. They jumped the wall. Or supposedly a kid like jumped from like the fourth, jumped from like the second highest section over the, over like the, the what is it? The club suites. And this kid's doing like parkour to jump down to the players. And, and, and all he did was like dive into the middle of the field. Like if that was me as a kid, I'm running around and I'm gassing out these security guards gassing them out oh you know what this is one thing i did want to talk about was the seats uh apparently they're going to be filling in the corners i mean i don't know what's happening here if they're going to be building them like legos like just lego build it in the next month so that way we can have a uh, corner seating which would be crazy if that happens right I mean, we're talking about just like randomly constructing like corner seating. That's got to be unsafe. Like in a month, that corner seating is going to fit like what? Like 400 people, 500 people that they build like in five days. I mean, how safe is that? Or is it like already built and they just hide it like in the airport? That's what I think is going to happen. They're just going to build these, like, the Northeast and, and Southeast. Yeah, I could see that because, um, what is it? Um, I mean, I don't know about the Northeast. I don't know about the Northeast because isn't that where the Heineken bar is? It, it, makes, it would make sense if they fill the Southeast and the Southwest. No? I think they got a I got I think they got the north corners. I think those are those got to be untouchable. Those have to be untouchable. Yeah. I mean that and and let me tell you I actually like the Heineken area. I think that that Heineken bar, the Heineken area is like super super cool to hang out at. You know, a lot of a lot of options as far as, you know, getting your drinks and stuff and then you got the awesome Mexican truck 
you know, I don't think that the yellow lot's going to open, Hazel. I don't think that's going to happen. And if they do, I'm not going to buy tickets there anymore. I'm going to go to the orange lot. I got out I got out of the orange lot like in five seconds. I got out of the orange lot like in five seconds. When, it, when I park at the YOLO lot, it literally takes me 45 minutes just to get out of there. I think all the people that drive literally from Miami park in the YOLO lot. Because you could tell that they just don't care about any other person or vehicle around them. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about the YOLO lot either, Matthew. If you do, I'm pretty sure you'll be on it. Look out for Matthew. He'll probably post something about it. And uh, listen, guys, I'm looking forward to this break because we're not going to lose next week or the week after. So, like, we can only, I, you know, I said last podcast we can only go up from here. And I lied. I lied. So don't worry about what I said in the last podcast. We cannot go up from the last game. Now we can only go up from here. Because now we're like super losers. Getting our asses just completely handed to us. Yeah, Bruno. Yeah, you're right. Orange and brown. Well, I don't know about the brown lot. But the orange lot didn't have no gravel, no mud. It was like legit like concrete parking spaces. And uh, we had to go through like some back tunnel. Like from the airport to get to the field. So that was cool. Um, I don't know, guys, just, just a quick recap of, uh, of the last game. We got our asses completely handed to us. New England scored three goals to our one, uh, consolidation goal, our, our freaking charity goal that we had. It was one of the worst showings I've ever seen from inner Miami, which is a pitiful, which is really, it's really a shame, especially with all these new fans that are joining in and trying to watch the game and, and experiencing the team for the first time. Um, just, it was, it was, it was a terrible showing, terrible, terrible showing. And Bryce Duke with the assist, huh, guys? That was our 10. Bryce Duke got an assist last game. That was good, man. That was good. Bryce Duke showing up. I, man, I, you know what? Sky's the limit for Bryce Duke, man. Bryce Duke, he's going to be a player, man. I mean, that sounds like super cliche, like everybody's a player, right? If you really think about it, everybody plays. Everybody's a player. But, like, Bryce Duke is going to be a problem. If he puts on, like, 15 pounds of muscle, he's going to be a freaking problem. It's going to be a freaking problem. Uh, I don't want to say he has to go, Bruno. But it was a dumb penalty for sure. Richard Greenberg, am I watching the Heat game tonight? Unfortunately, I am. Only because the Knicks aren't in the in the in the finals. And uh and my wife and my kids kind of support the Heat. My kids are actually like secretly Knicks fans. Just don't tell anybody I said that. And uh but yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to watch this game. Hopefully, it's not a gentleman's sweep. Look, man, when a series goes the distance, and I, I don't want to get too much into basketball because I'll, I'll stay here for like another hour, okay? But 
when a series goes the distance, man, it makes for entertainment, uh, entertaining basketball. And if there's one thing that I yearn for in basketball is entertainment and the drama. Uh, Heater are getting run over unless Hero is back. Listen, Matthew, you got the he have more problems than what Hero is going to recover. Way more than what Hero can be able to, to bring. I mean, what what difference is Hero going to make, Matthew? Come on. What difference is he going to make? Come on. What are we doing? This guy's not Michael Jordan. What are we doing, guys? And, yeah, IMCF at the bottom of the league. Danny mentioning he and Panthers had to die for Messi to live, and I'm okay with that. You know what? Uh, I'm okay with that too, Danny. I'm okay with that because I really do not care uh, about the Heat. I kind of care about the Panthers because I actually played hockey for a little bit. And before I end the show, this is the question of the night, Hazel. Great timing. Chris, who is your top Wu-Tang MC? For those of you who don't know who Wu-Tang is, get out of here. I never want to speak to you again. Or let's not go too drastic. Do yourself a favor and go to YouTube and look up Wu-Tang. It's only the best group in hip-hop history. And uh, the best, my favorite MC in Wu-Tang is Inspector Deck. Because he is the best lyricist in the Wu-Tang Clan. How about that? So, guys, that basically wraps it up. That does it. For this episode, number 64 of the Battered Herons. Unfortunately, only half of the roster here. The other half is in Orlando committing some sort of crimes. Probably graffitiing the side of the Orlando Arena or maybe the side of uh, the Epcot the Epcot Ball. Who knows? Ooh, Raekwon the Chef. That's a good one. That's a good one, Hazel. At least you didn't go with like Method Man or Old Dirty Bastard. Don't do that. If you guys go and find out about Wu-Tang and you come back and you tell me Method Man is my favorite, I'm going to have to ask you to go back and, and listen to Wu-Tang again. Don't come at me with that. All right, guys. That basically wraps it up. Thank you guys for tuning in. Before I go, guys, you have to go to batteredfans.com if you want any of the merch that you see myself or Danny wear. You have to go to batterfans.com. You will not regret it. You'll be able to see some info on the Battered Fans podcast, uh, some of the merch that we're going to drop in the next 12 hours or so, and it's some dope stuff. It's stuff that you're not going to see off, uh, anywhere else, okay? And, uh, and yeah, have a good night, 86. Don't forget to check out batterfans.com, guys. That's where you're going to get the sick merch, some really good stuff. And uh, and look, thank you guys for joining, man. Uh, it was one half here, but I felt like I was uh, with the whole squadron. Danny, thank you for joining in the chat too in your vacation. Keep enjoying that vacation. Uh, I'm I'm signing all merch, Lucas. I'm signing all merch. All merch will be signed by me. And uh, guys, let's go enter Miami. Represent for that badge. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Battle Herons podcast. And guys, got to show up to the next one, okay? Hang tight.
Until next time, people. Deuces.